Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. I grew up on a farm in northern Ohio in the 1940s. I was born in 1944 and spent most of my childhood up until 11 years old on a farm that was two miles from a very interesting town called Milan, Ohio, which is about 10 miles south of Lake Erie, right in the north, in the middle of the state. If you look at the map, there's a very famous amusement park called Cedar Point, which is directly north of Milan. And in the 1830s and 1840s, Milan was the second largest wheat port in the world. The reason was that the whole eastern part of the United States was connected by canals. There was a canal from the town of Milan to Lake Erie, which cut through a canal to Lake Ontario, which then went through a canal called the Erie Canal, which eventually ended up in New York City. And so all the wheat crops that were raised in Ohio, very, very good country for raising any kind of plant, but wheat, especially from Indiana and from Ohio, the farmers would buy horse and wagon or oxen and wagon would bring their wheat to this little town which had a population of about 14, 1500 people. They would load it on board ships and they would have canal ships that would maybe 20, 30 of them a day would come into the port of Milan, Ohio and then go eastward through the canal system and then the wheat went to Europe. It was distributed throughout the eastern United States. Right about the same time when Milan was at the top of its canal industry, a boy was born in Milan, Ohio. So it was about 100 years before I was, named Thomas Edison. And Thomas Edison, of course, most people immediately think that he invented the light bulb. He didn't actually invent the light bulb. He was credited with the invention of the light bulb, but there were at least six working light bulbs in the world based on more or less the same principle in the 20 or 30 years before Edison. But Edison was really a smart entrepreneur. He was a terrific marketer and he knew how to get things patented. So generally most Americans anyway think of Thomas Edison as the inventor of the light bulb. But when you look back at the last century and a half, the greatest impact that Edison actually had on the world wasn't so much the light bulb, which was rapidly invented right around the world, but it was actually about the first person to actually figure out how you could take a 12 block by 12 block section of a city, and he did this in New York City, and actually electrify everything in those 144 square blocks, 12 by 12. The interesting thing about this is that he kind of got it right the very first time he did it, and it became the basis of modern electrical utilities, and around the country you still have an enormous number of electrical utilities, especially in large cities, which have the word Edison in them. It always tells me who really, really makes it in the entrepreneurial world and who really becomes famous. 
It's not individuals who create an inventor product, it's individuals who create a system or a platform that multiplies in the millions the power of the invention that comes along. And you can think of the last 20 or 30 years, Bill Gates with the Windows platform, Steve Jobs with iTunes, with the cell phones. Cell phones existed before Steve Jobs, but he was the one who really created the system. And so my sense is people who fall in love with a product, you know, they said this product's going to change the world. My sense is that products don't change the world, but systems for delivering products do change the world. And probably the greatest in our age right now is Amazon by Jeff Bezos, who there are millions of products that are available to consumers all over the world through Amazon, but it's Amazon. So when I look back to my Milan, Ohio upbringing, I went and visited the house where Edison was born, which is now a museum. I studied his life, and it was this ability to create great systems that transformed the modern world and the creation of the electrification of whole cities is certainly the basis of modern life. And if you compare the way we operate right now in the 21st century with the way things were in the middle of the 19th century, it's a profound difference. I know that I caught the bug of creating systems. In Strategic Coach, we have lots of different concepts. We have lots of tools, but what's important is the strategic coach program at the signature level, at the 10 times level, and at the game changer level. There's always going to be new concepts and new tools, but they all have a home the moment they're created, and they all have a way to relate to each other. And that's because there's a real system at work in strategic coach. And I was deeply affected at a very young age by the example of this other boy who was born a hundred years before me, who essentially created the single most important system that has most transformed the world over the last 150 years, and that's Thomas Edison. So a lot of entrepreneurs in Strategic Coach have products. In some cases, they're products that were created by other people, and in some cases, they've actually created their own products or services. Remember, that's just the beginning of becoming a 10 times entrepreneur. It's just the beginning of becoming a game-changing entrepreneur. You will not change any game out in the marketplace with a product. You will only change the game by creating a system or a platform which can accommodate any number of products. Products come and go, but if you create a great system, that system can last for a very long time, and in some cases, for all practical purposes, some of the systems last forever. So never, never bet your future on a product changing your marketplace or changing the world. Go deeper, understand the system that has to be there, so that when the product that you're so excited about becomes obsolete, there's 
an opportunity to create many products and to attract many other people's products because you've created the system. I think the best way to think about a system is to say, yes, you have a product, but what kind of delivery system would you have to have if you had 50 products? So what it does is that it takes the emphasis off the uniqueness of the product or the belief that the product's going to last forever. And what it does, it puts the emphasis that it's the countable, the thing that can be counted on most by your customers and clients will not be the product. It will be the system that you do. So what kind of system would you have to have in place where instead of just having the product you're selling now, there might be 20 or 30 other products in the future and your clients and customers would love you, not for your product, but for your system. What would that system be? Mm -hmm.